I'm April, your host of Teachable Moments with April podcast. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Remember, Teachable Moments are all around us. Happy listening. A Prayer of Zeal Heavenly Father, as I turn within for prayer, I cannot always locate joy and enthusiasm I know are part of my divine nature. Sometimes my light seems low, but I know the truth of me. My core essence is spirit. In prayer, I consciously turn up my inner light little by little. I notice the small things at first. I am breathing. I am alive another day. I notice the beauty around me, colors, and nature. I think of someone I love or remember something amusing. Life continually provides me with opportunities to engage if I but notice. Best of all, I am never outside of your presence. I can draw from a limitless source of energy and joy. With zeal rekindled, I go forth to shine your light upon the world. In your Son, Jesus Christ's name, Amen. In this episode, we're going to explore the topic of revival. Primarily, what is a Christian revival? Today's content is from gotquestions.org. Revival refers to a spiritual reawakening from a state of dormancy or stagnation in the life of a believer. It encompasses the resurfacing of a love for God and an appreciation of God's holiness, a passion for His Word and His Church, a convicting awareness of personal and corporate sin, a spirit of humility, and a desire for repentance and growth in righteousness. Revival invigorates and sometimes deepens a believer's faith, opening his or her eyes to the truth in a fresh new way. It generally involves the connotation of a fresh start with a clean slate, making a new beginning of a life lived in obedience to God. Revival breaks the charm and power of the world which blinds the eyes of men and women and generates both the will and power to live in the world, but not of the world. Now, in the U.S., the first revival, also called the First Great Awakening, produced an upsurge of devotion, among Protestants in the 1730s and the 1740s, carving a permanent mark on American religion. It resulted from authoritative preaching that deeply moved the church members with a convicting awareness of personal guilt and the awesome nature of salvation through Christ. Breaking away from dry ritual and rote ceremony, the Great Awakening made Christianity intensely personal to the average person, as it should be, by creating a deep emotional need for relationship with Christ. Revival, in many respects, replicates the believer's experience when he or she is saved. 
It is initiated by a prompting of the Holy Spirit, creating an awareness of something missing or wrong in the believer's life that can only be righted by God. In turn, the Christian must respond from the heart, acknowledging his or her need. Then in a powerful way, the Holy Spirit draws back the veil the world has cast over the truth, allowing the believers to fully see themselves in comparison to God's majesty and holiness. Obviously, such comparisons bring great humility, but also great awe of God and His truly amazing grace. Isaiah 6, 5 Unlike the original conversion experience that brings about a new relationship with God and to God, however, revival represents a restoration, a fellowship with God, the relationship having been retained even though the believer had pulled away for a time. Now God, through His Holy Spirit, calls us to revival in a number of situations. Christ's letters to the seven churches reveal some circumstances they may necessitate revival. In the letter to Ephesus, uh, Christ praised the church for their perseverance and discernment, but he stated that he had forsaken their first love, Revelations 2, verses 4 and 5, many times as the excitement of acceptance to Christ grows cold, we lose the zeal that we had at first. We become bogged down in the ritual, going through the motions, but we no longer experience the true joy of serving Christ. Revival helps restore that first love and passion for Christ. Revelations 2 verses 10 and 11 refers to the church as Smyrna, which was suffering intense persecution. The cares and worries of life can beat us down, leaving us emotionally, physically, and spiritually exhausted. Revival can lift us up to new hope and faith. Revelations 2, 14-16 talks about the problem of compromise with the world and incorporating worldly values into our belief systems. Revival helps us to rightly discern what values we should hold. Revelations 2, verses 20-23 discusses the problem of tolerating false teaching in our churches. We need to examine the messages that we hear and compare them to the message of the Bible. Revival helps us to find the truth. Now, at Revelations 3, verses 1 through 6, it describes a dead church, a church that goes through the motions outwardly, but there is nothing underneath. Here is a picture of nominal Christianity, outwardly prosperous, busy with the externals of religious activity, but devoid of spiritual life and power. Revival helps to resuscitate the eternals of, of religious activity, okay, and spiritual life. In Revelations 3.11, we are further warned against complacency, okay, and a life that does not bear fruit. All of these scenarios are call for revival. The evidence of revival is changed lives. 
okay? Great movements toward righteousness, evangelism, and social justice occur. Believers are once again spending time in prayer and reading and obeying. Let me say it again. Reading and obeying God's word. Believers begin to powerfully use their spiritual gifts. There is confession of sin and repentance. just listening to Teachable Moments with April podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We invite you to stay connected with us on our social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. We also encourage you to join the Teachable Moments with April podcast family by becoming a paid subscriber. As always, be well and stay blessed. Until next time.